You are listening to the Confident Girl Podcast. This podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, founder of Self Love Beauty, and my vision is to create a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. Hey everyone, it's Lisa Thompson, founder of Self Love Beauty and the host of The Confident Girl. I'm so excited for all of you guys that are tuning in today. We have a great guest and um, we are going to be talking about a little bit of kind of different turn on confidence than what we normally do. So normally we're really focused on women in confidence and what all of them can do with The Confident Girl. But this, But today we're going to kind of change it up a little bit. We are going to talk about having sons um, and having them have confidence. So more times than not, society really, really has been focusing on women empowerment, self-love, confidence, and obviously I'm all about that and really want to strive to have women have all the confidence in the world, but we are missing a really strong piece of teaching our younger generation of men to have that confidence and self-love in themselves. Um, So today I have a guest who um, has a son that's going to talk to us a little bit about raising a son to have confidence and self-love. So society right now is really focusing on women and the confidence and not always men. So Julia, can can you talk about why do you think that is? Um, honestly, I think that when we talk about society in a general, um, I think part of it is defining society. And I think a lot of times we define society as media. Yes, that's a really great point. Right? And um, I think media um, gets the attention of what sells. <laughs> and often media is in the business we have to remember of selling advertisement and airtime and ratings and so they um, talk about hot topics and um, trigger buttons and so they're talking about those things because um, they're instigators or mood generators right so um, those are the the trigger points for us yeah yeah and not necessarily not that they're not important because they definitely are um, but that's often why we go from one one to the other really quickly as well, right? You drop it like a hot potato when the yes. next thing comes along. Yes. And I, I think that's what we see in like going from race to the gender issue too, right? The, now we don't hear anything uh, right now about the black rights because we're hearing everything about the women's issues right now. And that's a really good point. So I think, again, like when you just said define society, more times than not, we forget to even like think about, well, what society? None of us are feeling this way. We want to strive to have stronger men. Um, so kind of going off that, like, what what advice would you give the media? Like, what, what like, about confidence then to maybe change that up? Yeah, so I just, I think that when we focus on, on women and confidence and um, raising men then, right, what's, what's really important and in our society or to us, um, I think then we need to to define that for ourselves and not let the media or not let the quote unquote, my air quotes here, society (laughs) define that for us. And and I guess that's how I try to use my litmus test is what's, what's important. Um, And so when I look at that, I I try to look at it as as a human being, right? Whether we're a man or a woman, you know, as a human being, that that confidence is important for, for our own self. So how old is your son? He's 12. So um, since you have a son, you know, that's 12 years old, what kind of advice do you give him right now then about self-love and confidence at that age? Well, 
I think the same messages that any parent gives their their child or any mentor gives another human being, right? To um, build them up when they need to be built up and uh, a good dose of truth, <laughs> right? So he can count on me. He's a hockey player um, and he can count on me for that truth. So when he comes off the ice and he has a great game, I tell him he has a great game. And when he doesn't, I tell him he doesn't. <laughs> so he knows that when I tell him, great game and you did fabulous, he knows it. And that can really be a confidence booster. But when he, when I tell him, you know, he didn't do this well, he knows that he can work on that. Um, and I think that's part of confidence too. Um, it's hard when we are in a world of trophies and rewards and um, participation medals. Uh, I, do, I don't love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that doesn't lead to confidence. I think it was initially set up that way to help build confidence, and I think it's kind of imploded on us to, to be one of, if everybody gets it, then it's meaningless, and that we don't get that in the real world, so to speak. And so that's, that's what I've done for my son, is just be that voice of, of reason or of truth that he knows when I say something, I mean it. <laughs> yeah. And so what kind of issues do you see um, maybe he faces differently than what we do as women or or even similarities? Yeah. What are the differences and similarities that you've been seeing? Well, I think one of the things, um, what you said is is point, point on or spot on, I guess, is um, we have to remember that although as human beings, right, we're, we're all facing the same things, we are different. <laughs> and even at 12, we're different. And it's silly to pretend that we're not. Um, and he sees it at 12 and I see it at 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And can so, you define that a little bit? Like, what do you mean by what, what are you both feeling? I guess you could say. Yeah, um, well, I mean physically, right? Just boys and girls, men and women, right? we're physically different. He plays on a, for instance, I already mentioned he's a hockey player. Um, he plays on a co-ed team. So physically, there are differences between boys and girls, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the girls are just as capable. I make signs for the team and I... Um, on this, the girls' team, or the girls' signs, I write, skate like a girl, eventually the boys will keep up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Right? Um, and so I purposefully try to to cheer on, right? I, I remember growing up and living that life and, and um, being that advocate for girls' rights and equal um, opportunities. And, you know, still today, my role at work trying to to recruit women to my profession and, and, and everything that, that goes along with it. But on and, and his end, right, respecting the girls as equal players, but understanding they're working harder to get to the same place that he does naturally because of their physicalities yeah. naturally, right? They're just built differently. Mm -hmm. So um, knowing that they're working harder to get where he is automatically. Yeah. Um, and, and that being said, he's working harder than somebody else on his team who's there automatically because they have natural talent too. So just pointing out those things. And like I said, it comes down to being real um, and pointing out that just because we're all, um, you know, we want to all have the same opportunities because we all want to do something doesn't mean we're all the same. <laughs> exactly. And I think too, like as a society, when we talk about equality, we also have to understand that we all do want the same thing, but we're all very different. And I think sometimes, and maybe you feel this way with media, they 
they make it sound like it's a bad thing that we all we all do want to be equal, but we also have to understand the differences. And that's a really hard thing to explain to someone when you have the media and you have society saying like, we want everybody to be equal. Yes, we want to be equal in rights, but we also have to understand like, you know, your son is going to be more physical in a different way than what a woman might be or vice versa. Like mm-hmm. um, intelligence in being a doctor versus being in, um, you know, a realtor. Like, you know, those types of skills and I think that um, teaching them at a young age is so important and I think um, you know as I've been understanding more of the self-love journey for women I think that I I personally do not understand it as well for men because I don't have a son Um, and so kind of what advice would you give to other moms out there who are kind of struggling with that too like they're seeing all this women empowerment they're like yes like I so want this but I also want all of these things for my son so like what advice would you give them about it well and I think it is okay to want different things and I tell my son too, respecting women, right? To understand that definitely, right? And especially we're not in a place in our society as crazy as it is. 1920, we got the, <laughs> the right to vote. And as hard as our predecessors worked to get that, um, we still don't have equal pay, and which is, which is just crazy. And our, our workforce doesn't reflect the general population which is crazy. And if we didn't want it to, that's one thing. But when, when we do, that's yes. another, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for different opportunities, that's fine. So to have the respect for women um, that's deserved, right? And whether they choose to, to take that role or not, that's fine, right? And whether the man chooses to take that role, because I think men struggle in the other aspect, right? A stay-at-home dad doesn't have the same respect as a stay-at-home mom. So when a, a a male is in a traditionally female role, they get the other disrespect. Well, what do you mean you're not bringing home the dollar? What do you mean, right? So it's it's just the opposite. Um, I think whenever we have that opposite of the gender traditional roles, we get that bias or that, that conscious. So when I'm raising my son, I just try to tell him um, that it doesn't have to fit that mold and to respect what it is. And so when we talk about, and we do talk about, those very um, candid conversations. Um, he's in sixth grade now, and he came home in fifth grade, and he had his first girlfriend. And I very bluntly told him, um, "If you had your first girlfriend, we're going to have a talk." <laughs> right? And um, you know, we talked up to the point that he was uncomfortable. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, there's the end of the talk, and we'll talk again when he's uncomfortable yeah. again. But it was a talk about respecting women and respecting their bodies. And um, that girls will do things thinking that it's to make the boy happy, right? And that it's his job to tell her that he respects her anyway. And that even if she doesn't respect her body, that he um, can tell her to respect her body. Um, And, you know, maybe he doesn't grasp that all now, but if there's a little seed of that that sinks in, he will later, right? so those are the conversations that we're having, and I think those are kind of the uncomfortable, awkward conversations that as moms we have to initiate because our 11 and 12-year-old boys are not going to initiate yes. those conversations. And like it or not, the 11, 12, 13-year-old girls are sending pictures, right? We're in the world of social media, and we're in the world of our kids have cell phones, 
And we're silly not to monitor those things. And we're silly to think that that's not happening because it is. And girls are under such pressure to be liked and to be accepted that, you know, and women are, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, our, our girls are just little women trying to be accepted and loved and doing what it takes to get there. Yep. So, right, if they think that's what it takes to get there, that's what they're doing because we just crave that acceptance. Um, and if they don't have self-love, they think that they're going to get it from my kid. <laughs> yeah, and I just I envy that so much and admire that, that those are the conversations that you're having at such a young age because I don't think you can ever start too early with those conversations because, as you said, planting a seed – You think back to even when we were kids and when our parents would say stuff like, maybe we would have rolled our eyes, maybe we would have Mm -hmm. felt uncomfortable, but we remember those conversations. And as we got older, it started to make more sense. So like, I can even appreciate some of those conversations that, you know, you're like, I don't want to have this conversation with my parents, but looking back, they teach you to have respect and like, you know, you're not only teaching your son to have respect for himself, respect for other women, but like creating a culture, I would say that is allowing um a man to continue to respect a woman vice versa like you know and I think it's great that you know someday your son's gonna be able to teach another person like you should respect yourself too and I I, like that is just amazing and so um I I think self-love you know is a definition that you know we're continuing to define for ourselves and what works for us and so um is that a conversation that gets brought up with your son or is it more of a confidence conversation? I think it's a confidence conversation. Um, I think self-love is um, kind of a woman's word, right? Yes. Um, I think the men in my life, uh, I, I, don't, I think they define that as confidence, right? The, um, I don't know that they know self-love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, and so I think my son would, would define that as confidence. And I think ultimately um, that's what it is about. Yep, yep. And so, like, you know, we're talking about helping the younger generation. And um, I honestly think sometimes we need to help the generation that is the men right now that are mm-hmm. in their 20s or in their, um, you know, older. And I feel like, you know, most women have been hurt by some man for the, like, an experience that they might have felt with uh, confidence issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so can you share a time um, when, a man, when a man had helped you sure. instead of hurt you with your confidence? Yeah. So I, again, I think that that comes into surrounding yourself with the right people. And again, ultimately, I think that comes from confident men because isn't that what it's about, right? A confident man is not going to tear down a woman. And um, I joke all the time that um, my job is to raise my son, right? To be the, um, the least amount of jerk for his future yes, yeah. wife or whoever <laughs> yeah. he's going to be with, right? And so... Um, if I raise him to be confident or to have that self-love, then he's not going to need to take that out on somebody else, right? And it, I mean, in the worst case scenario, if you think about abusive relationships, is that abuser not somebody who's deep down hurting, yeah. right? So they're hurting someone else. And if that person was raised or if that person um, didn't have those issues, wouldn't, and again, not saying that it's, Right, they're the victim ultimately, right? Because yeah, it's but their sometimes fault. you know it but, does happen that way. Yeah, yeah. So it, if if we went back and healed some things, yeah, yeah. Um, and and granted, um, you can heal it with the woman as well. And ultimately, we want her to be confident and not 
take the, that thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we, we can also stop it on the other end. Exactly. And, you know, I've, like I think that, again, back to the first question that I asked you about, society is so focused on women. And I think sometimes we ourselves um, – forget about the men. I'll be honest, like I have the best guy friends, you know, family, dad, brother in the world. And, um, I see, you know, confidence and I see lack of confidence, but we don't address those issues. Um, you know, what advice would you give to, you know, someone, uh, I guess women of all ages of how they can help with this issue? I mean, I know that respecting our bodies is one thing, but also like, you know, helping the men in our lives. Like, what advice would you give us? Yeah, and I don't know that I even answered your last question. <laughs> but I, I think it's just being that positivity, right? So um, like we do with our guy friends that, that do build us up so frequently and that are that positivity in our, our light, often the negativity comes from the competitiveness of other women, I think, you know, we hear the stereotype of the cattiness of women. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes comes from the competitiveness of women that may come from the, the pressures in society of, right, there's not all those open spaces, right? There are few positions for women um, when you're climbing, whether it be the corporate ladder or you're looking for those entrepreneurial spaces or whatever it might be, right? There, there's competitive spaces or the perception of it or whatever it might be, but there's, we're all clawing our way to Mm -hmm. the best of whatever. And so it can get catty or it can seem that way. And instead, if we all lifted each other up, if we were all supportive of one another, if our flame made others brighter, um, you know, if we all lightened one another's load. And um, I think men can do that for other women without being threatened sometimes. And so I think that's sometimes why, as women, um, I'm one of those that kind of gravitate, uh, hey, I'll, I'll hang out with my guy friends, right? Or I'm, I'm happy working in a group of men versus uh, in a team of women. Yeah. You know, sometimes you hear that. Yep. Uh, and I think that's why, uh, because of that perception. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, I, I actually feel that way a lot of times where I see, like, a lot of women feel that way. And... But then the worst part is right back to what we were defining society as is the media makes it sound yes. like men are always the ones that are against us. When I do understand that there are issues on both ends, but I also think that we can, um, you know, forget about those moments. And like, I am so grateful for those conversations because I have learned so much about diversity and inclusion based off of those conversations. Mm-hmm. And it's going to teach, you know, women if we start bringing the men along right now it's going to help our future generation and you know the whole point you know we were talking from the beginning that you know confident the confidence girl podcast is normally towards women and self-love but mothers need like they need that like they need that advice they need the help to raise the next generation of men to help us with respect so before we close out is there anything else that you want women to know about like you know helping the next generation of men understand what confidence and self-love is all about yeah I, I think it's just important that we don't go too far one way or the other uh I think when we talked about the media or when we talked about, uh, you know, like women and men in general, I, I think that's what we tend to do as human beings. We go one way and then we go the other way. And, uh, you know, with society and, you know, we, we talked about all oh, this women's this. And then we talk about that we just stop and we take time 
to look at every person as that person um, and that we don't have to define them as hey you're you're that woman or you're that little boy or you're whatever you are that you are a human being you're just a beautiful creation and you look and see who that person is and just take time to get to know them uh, and, and it'll shake out okay. <laughs> I love that. And I think that's probably the best way to end this. Um, I, you know, everybody listening in, first off, thank you so much for being with us today and talking to us about a topic that we normally don't talk about in society. And I think it's something that um, everybody listening in can really help shape that conversation to be a little bit different. You know, maybe that's a step of taking um, against the media of like, pushing the issue of hello everybody is we want to work together you know don't divide us and everybody's important with confidence and empowerment and you know take that next step in your life to help the men in your life as you're helping the women um so again everybody listening in thank you so much for joining us today and be the best confident person you can be thank you for tuning in today for more resources on confidence and self-love visit my website at selflovebeauty.com. If you have a story or you are inspired by one of these podcasts, email me at info at selflovebeauty.com. I always love hearing from you and being able to inspire even more people. Again, remember to continue to be the best confident person you can be. Thank you.